Hi, friends. It's Randy and Jess, and we're going to cut the bullshit. And let's get into women's mental health. Welcome to the podcast, Unapologetically, all over the place with Randy and Jess, two licensed psychotherapists where we talk about mental health, well-being, and strategies for coping with life's challenges and how it's all freaking normal. All normal. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about the weather and how it affects us. Yes. Right? <laughs> it reminds me of that Natalie Merchant song from years ago about the weather. I'm probably aged myself. What song but, is that? Oh my God. You don't know? Like 10,000 Maniacs, right? It's oh, Natalie oh. Merchant. And she sings about the weather and it starts off, the color of the sky is gray as far as I can see. Up Speaking of which, okay, so the color of the sky, as far as I can see, is coal gray. Lift my head from the pillow and then fall again, with a shiver in my bones just thinking about the weather. A quiver in my lips as if I might cry. Mm. So let's do the have you ever thought, and then we're going to kind of talk about what prompted this podcast today. Okay. Have you ever thought... Oh my God, if it's gray one more day, I'm going to scream. <laughs> I think I've gained five pounds and I'm I I'm I'm tripping out. Yeah, why do I feel so fat today? Oh my God, I feel like I haven't done anything in months. Yeah, like why am I so worthless right now? Why do I feel so sad and and just blah? Yeah, just so many things like that. And sometimes I think, why am I talking to myself so meanly? <laughs> She does. We're so mean to ourselves. I know. We are. And it's like so hard to stop it once you get on that kind of roller coaster and that thought process. So we were talking earlier. uh, We started off talking about and I just said, you know, uh, I I worked so hard to lose all of this weight that all of a sudden I've lost 95 pounds over the last year. And I've put back maybe five to eight pounds on, and I'm kind of flipping out. And I don't know why. Like, what has changed? What have I done? Oh, my gosh. And reality, your weight fluctuates between about that and 10 pounds with water weight. But, like, we're being so hard on ourselves. So I walk in with Randy, and I'm like, nothing fits. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's all going right to my stomach. And I'm fl- flipping out. And then Randy says, I was like, I've gained weight too. And I've also been freaking out. And we're like, oh my God, like, sorry, you're feeling this way, but I'm so glad I'm not alone in this. And Jess was like, we should talk about this because everybody else is probably feeling like, oh my God, like I'm feeling so blah right now. And I'm like, so over myself and I'm saying all these things to myself. And why is this happening? And she even said like, her mom called her and was like, I've gained gained weight And we're like, what is happening? Like, So I don't know where everybody else is living right now, but for us, it's like we are still in this perpetual winter still. For whatever reason, spring came and didn't come to where we live. Like we got, it's just cold and dreary still. And like it was snowing at the end of April still. We're getting like snow flurries still, which is bizarre. It feels like we're living in like, you know, perpetual winter, like Game of Thrones. Yes, yes. (laughs) Like we're like ice princess or something, like stuff. Here, princesses, princesses, right? And we had like two days where it was nice and sunny, right? And it like felt like heaven, it was, but it was hot. It went from like you know 40 to 90, yeah, like that. 
Yeah. So it's like super highs, super lows. And like that really does affect, I feel like your physical well-being and your emotional well-being and stuff. And it does affect too, like Jess and I were also saying, like we've been having a hard time sleeping lately and not sleeping enough. And I feel like it affects your circadian rhythm, you know, it as d- well. It does. And and so with us, it gets light now until 10, but it's kind of like it's not really like a fun light, you know? And I remember this time last year, we were out at 10 o'clock on like a Tuesday night playing soccer in the front yard. And right. so I, it's just, it feels like this winter, we're going to miss all of spring, mm-hmm. right? And we're just going to go into straight summer. Straight to hot. Straight to Swamp hot. Ass. <laughs> I'm going to go straight from bitching about it being cold, cold dreary, and gray to bitching about sweating my butt off. So there's going to be no in-between. <laughs> no, no in-between. And it does affect us, right? The The cold weather affects us. I have so many people that I work with that are just like, uh, and everyone's feeling kind of blah. Yeah, it totally affects your mood. I think, too, like... You stay home more. You're not as social. You're not getting that support. Right. Um, you kind of feel like almost like you're hibernating, like in a way, and you can sometimes cut yourself off, you know, from people and things like that when your mood is affected like that. And also when you're not feeling good about yourself or you feel like you've gained weight, you're not feeling good. You feel like you don't look good. Like you don't want to put yourself out there. So it can cause like this whole kind of cyclical thing happening. You know, that is so funny you said that. I caught myself the other day I was at home. Depot, right? Like, like literally, in, I've gained maybe eight pounds since January, mm-hmm. right? I saw a picture of myself from January that today, actually, I was thinking about it today. And I'm like, oh, wow, I look good there. Like, I've lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. I've worked really hard. But because I've gained a few pounds, I don't feel as good, which is a real complete mind fuck. Right. But Especially because you're like, wait, I've lost so much weight. And now why I'm am I tripping off of like six pounds? Right. Why am I freaking out about this? But I am. I was freaking out about it. And the other day when I was at Home Depot, right, I normally I've been out talking and bubbly and like I've just noticed with the weight loss and just feeling good and energetic that like I talk to everybody, anybody. Mm-hmm. Right. The other day at Home Depot, I was like, oh, uh, I don't know. No, no. Don't I'm look just, anybody in the eye. Yeah, I'm not going to engage anybody. Contact, don't engage anybody. And that probably affected your mood too, right? Because then you weren't all, you were again, cutting yourself off from normal social interactions that you would have. Right. And when I got in the car, I was like, what the hell was that all about? Like, what was I doing? It was Home Depot, please. I've gone to Home Depot in like paint-covered clothes and still been like, check me out, right? Right. I was not feeling good about myself. And I think it has to do with not just, I mean, it's like this whole chicken or egg thing, right, Randy? Right. I, I feel like I'm not out walking because it's been yucky. Right, which means I maybe have gained a little bit of weight, not mm-hmm. a big deal. If I got out walking again, I'd be fine. Or like out right. riding my bike. Like yeah. I put air in the tires, we're ready. But the weather is not. Right. And so you kind of get in like this yo-yo. And sometimes you can talk yourself out of doing things too. Yeah. That you still might be able to go for a walk, you know, but you're like, mm, it won't be as comfortable. I want to enjoy it as much. But it's like, you, you're like, I should be doing it. But, you know, and like you said, like it just like affects everything. And then you're like, uh, and then you're like, uh, again. And then you're like, oh, my God. And then... <laughs> That's going to be our new soundbite, just so you know. That is going to be our soundbite that I'm like, going to get. Uh. Yeah. It, it almost feels like a depression. 
depression in a way, right? It does, like it yeah. just feels like a blah depression. Well, and also I think too, when we're gearing up to for spring and we're thinking about summer and vacations and stuff too, a lot of times too, we put a lot of unnecessary stress too on ourselves, like thinking like we're going to go on a vacation, we're going to be wearing bathing suits, we're going to be wearing, you know, shorts, like I'm going to be showing my body maybe a little bit more, like, and those things I think can also like wreak havoc, like on like our mind and how we talk to ourselves. Cause I know like, I'm like, Oh, my shorts are kind of tight, you know? And then she I'm did. like, she was like yeah. it might just, it, the weight couldn't go back to my boobs. No, right. No. no, couldn't go to my boobs or my butt. It had to go straight to my stomach, yes. you know, because I'm over 40. So, you know, yay for that. <laughs> and you know, I was actually, when you just said that, I was just thinking the other theme that's coming up is that school is out in four weeks, mm-hmm. you know, three, four weeks. Oh, and normally, my kids are over it too. Like my everybody's kid- like on the train, the hot mess train, like ready to crash into right? the wall. Can I stay home? Can I yeah. stay home? Mm-hmm. Can I stay home? Do oh, I have God. to go? Oh. From my teenager to the eight-year-old, I'm just like, oh gosh. But normally we have some time to preface like, hey, it's spring. We should start thinking about summer. Right. We haven't had that. And I no. feel like it's going to slap us in the face like, oh, fuck, our kids are home all week. Right. There's no like transition where we kind of no. like, like naturally kind of progress into this warmer weather, sunnier weather, getting ready for like school break. It's kind of like winter, winter, winter. And then we're going to be like, like you said, hit over the head with summer and kind of like, oh shit, we didn't prepare for that. So that's why we're kind of talking about this. Like we need to do kind of like a check-in. We were checking yeah. in with each other and we were like, well, what about like all of our listeners and friends and stuff? Yeah. Like they're, they're I mean, probably thinking this too. Because I think this has just been a really long winter. And so part of it is so, like I said, last week I went through, I put air in my tires. So I'm going to make sure we get out for like a 20 minute bike ride this mm-hmm. weekend. As long as it's not raining like it is right now, I'll make sure we do that. Right. And I'm going to make us kind of start going out and and hold myself accountable because I'm responsible for another human, right? Yeah. And and she's kind of feeling like I am. Right. And so I've noticed that too with my teenage daughter. I was kind of like, hey, like I noticed your mood is kind of off, you know, too. Like what's going on? Like I've been trying to take them out to do a little bit more kind of, you know, family, like little like excursions and stuff. So mm-hmm. we can are kind of breaking up the monotony of like being, you know, home like all winter and, you know, starting to plan like some trips and stuff for us to have like things to like look forward to. But then also like with traveling, especially like as like a mom or like a wife comes like the stress of traveling and planning it all. Listen to our episode on kin keeping because sometimes we take on way too much like as women and don't like balance at all. Like I tell, you know, like my partner, like you're packing your own bag. You're on your own. If you don't have clothes, that's on you. Like, cause I got to pack everybody else and myself. So, you know, you're up, buddy. So everybody in California, you will get this, right? When you're driving down five and there's like that big mall before the grapevine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll explain in two seconds, right? You always wonder like who shops there. Yeah, I'll tell you who shops there. It's us because my husband forgot all of his business shirts <laughs> once. So we're driving down. It's like this, you know, it connects north, uh, north and, northern and southern California. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Before you go over this like big mountain range, there's a big outlet mall center in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. And I was like, who goes here to shop? Well, guess what? We're driving down one A year, lot of people. <laughs> apparently. And he goes, because we're going to a business conference. And then after that, we are going to um, uh, the beach. Well, he just packed for the beach. He was like, oh, crap. That's it. <laughs> he goes, 
I forgot business tops. I was like, yeah. wait, what? How do you, we're going to a business convention. He goes, yeah, I'll, I have our t-shirts. So I was oh, like, fine, gosh. We have, we'll stop here. I'm not stopping in LA. I'm not doing that. No, no, we're not doing that. I'm not doing LA. We'll go to the grapevine. We'll shop. I took him to the most expensive store I could find because I know it drives him crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> this is on you. This is on you. We're going to buy like three shirts and you're going to wear them all week because yeah. there you go. And we did. And I was like, well, if you ever want to know who shops at the grapevine, it was us. Yeah. <laughs> So, so let's go back to why do you think, like, I guess, I, are we beating ourselves up so much over a few pounds, right? Because you were talking about how, you know, originally your goal, because you've lost, what, 180 pounds or something? 160 pounds. Yeah. Okay. And my goal was originally to lose about 80 pounds. So I lost double what my goal was. Mm -hmm. And losing this much, I had very bad body dysmorphia. And I thought I am way too thin. And I had a really hard time struggling with that because I had been plus size most of my young life and adulthood because I had this surgery when I was 40. And so it feels like you lose part of who you were being plus size and curvy, I felt was like part of who I was. And then I felt like, oh, gross, like looking at myself too, losing weight. Because I did this for my health. Explain, oh, gross, losing oh, gross. weight. You thought um, you were too skinny? I thought I was too skinny. Okay, I was like, yeah. explain that. because that And didn't... I just felt like I didn't know who I was when I looked in the mirror. And so understanding that I was still the same person and learning to love this body, you know, and what it had done for me and love that I was doing this for my health. Yeah. And not looking at it from like a vanity perspective. Like I really had to have that conversation and stuff with me. And then finally, like I've gotten comfortable where I'm at with my weight loss. It's been two years now. Well, it took me a year to lose all the weight and it's been a year that I've kept it off. So it's been two year process. And then like I gain, you know, a few pounds and I'm like, which I was trying to do anyways, but then I do it and I'm like, oh my God, like, what did I do? And like, why is it all going in my stomach and why? And then tearing myself down again. And I was like, wait, 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 I, I don't want to, it's valid that I'm feeling this way and it's okay that I'm feeling this way, but I don't want to negate all the work I've done. Mm-hmm. And all the hard work I did to lose 160 pounds. It's just like I'm just like brushing that off and pushing it off the table and like acting like it never happened. But it feels like such a slippery slope. It like, does. oh, oh my God, I'm going to, you know, gain another 40 pounds by the end of summer at the rate I'm going. Right. I, I'm going this downhill. This irrational fear that we have as women around our weight and our mm -hmm. body image. And I was telling Jess, because her and I have been considered overweight and obese, obese and plus, and plus size, size um and lived that side and had people comment to us now not knowing that we are plus size before or knowing or knowing and still making commentary about our bodies mm -hmm. and like how we were like so they people say stuff offhandedly. Wow, you look so good. Right, You've lost so like, much weight. Oh my god, look how great you look. Right, like did Man. I look that bad before? Well, and then I'm like, well, what if I lost another 20 pounds? Are you going to tell me I look good now, better then? Right. And so it's such a bizarre thing when you do lose the weight, right? Mm -hmm. Like even now we have a friend, a mutual friend, Randy and I do that she's lost weight. And I was like, girl, you look young. I, and I couldn't, I didn't realize she had lost weight, but I was like, you look younger. She's like, well, I don't have any makeup on because I did this. And I'm like, ah, oh, okay. No, you look younger. And she's like, well, you know. I colored my hair too. I was like, okay, you lightened your hair. You don't have makeup on. I was, she goes, and I got a self tan. I said, okay. 
I was like, you look younger. And I said, okay, can I say it? And she goes, yeah. I go, have you lost weight? She goes, oh, yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. I've lost, you know, another 20 pounds. So it's a total of 50. I'm like, you look really young. Yeah. I mean, and I was like, it's a compliment. Am I allowed to say that? Right. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you can say that, you know, I look good because I've lost weight. I was like, it's such a weird thing to praise people for that. Right. And I feel like we get so hyper focused on it. Mm-hmm. But we were saying because we work so hard to lose weight for health reasons, for me, it's scary to think about, you know, like I've had this surgery, I've had this life altering experience, I've worked so hard, I've put so much effort into it. And for me, it's scary to think like I could be shortening my lifespan because I did this so that I would live longer for my kids. So I feel like I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself about that. But like, I also don't want to create like this stress cycle where there I'm like, so hyper focused on it and create, you know, like an eating disorder for myself or something. Like you said, it's a slippery slope where you can get like so obsessed with things. And it, it it doesn't really matter your age either, too. On the opposite side, my daughter's boyfriend is 17, and he started working out so much and eating so super healthy, he developed an eating disorder. And a we don't healthy talk, eating disorder. Yeah, yeah like because well, he was restricting his calories yeah. so much, he lost too much weight. And that's what I mean by healthy. He yeah. was eating super healthy versus eating, you know, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing, probably chips. Yeah, so they like classified it, you know, like as anorexia. And it's like, we don't talk about those things too because then we're like, oh, you're being so healthy or you look so good. Or, you know, like that's the thing. Like he was like, oh, I got like an eight pack of abs. It was like, but like he was like way underweight, you know, and so and then had to be hospitalized. So it's like those things like you have to be careful, like on either side, the way that you talk to yourself and the way that you feed your body and what you're feeding into it, like mind and body, you know. And, you know, I had a friend years ago who was telling me that when her daughter was little, she was Randy's like knocking stuff I'm knocking over. coffee over and everything. Don't mind me. Right. Uh, she was putting on makeup and her daughter was like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm I'm getting pretty. Mm-hmm. And so then she realized, oh, she saw her daughter, you know, saying, oh, I need makeup to be pretty. Right. And so she's I've always been very self-aware of my weight to not talk bad about myself in front of my daughter. Oh, yeah. I've tried so hard to not talk about weight that I think it now became a taboo that we don't talk about weight. Mm. And so, like, she said the word fat once, and she kind of looked at me and was like, oh, my love, is that like a bad word? Oh, yeah. Because we don't say that word in our right. house, right? I'll say shit, but I can't say yeah, yeah. fat. <laughs> and so, you know, I've done such a good job at not putting myself down in front of her because I didn't want to carry on the cycle that I also think I didn't talk about weight and healthy. And show your own vulnerability with it and your insecurity with it and how it's affected you too. Right. And I don't even know if I've still told her any of that, right? Right. I asked her, I said, are you okay with your body weight? She's like, yeah, I'm perfectly fine. Okay, great. And she's not overweight. She's not underweight. Mm -hmm. She's exactly where she needs to be. Right. But I'm like, how do I check in with her? And these are comments I get from parents that are our age too, Mm -hmm. that are like, how do I, you know, I've done so well to not body shame that I think I ignored that the rest of the world is still body shaming. Right. And that it's okay if you're feeling that way and to bring it up. You know, I think too, like when my daughter was probably in junior high and she was seeing like a lot of images and stuff on social media, like she started struggling with her body image. And But same thing, like I never really like wanted, I was always trying to be like positive about it. And then when she was feeling negative, like about it, like she didn't come to me 
with it like right away because she, you know, didn't want me to feel, I guess, like that burden bad. or feel you know? bad yeah. because she's she's thinner than you, right? Well, well I was or whatever, yeah. right? And she doesn't want to point out something that bothers you or that you work really hard to not make it an issue, even right. though. It's such an issue that, you know, it's that whole, I want to say elephant in the room, but that's not the right thing. Well, (laughs) sorry, guys. Well, it was, you know, it's, and, but don't be sorry though, because it's like, we were at like a social event once, like a few months ago and some girl was like from the South and she said something like, hey, heifers. And I was like, yeah, that's not cool to say. And she's like, well, it's just like something we say in the, in, you know, the South or whatever. And I was like, well, I used to be like 300 pounds. So I'm like, if I was 300 pounds, do you think that you would have said that at this table? She's like, well, I would have never known that you were fat before. And I was like, okay. <laughs> well, and at that same event, we had another one come up to us goes, oh, I didn't know that was Randy. Oh my gosh. She's lost a lot of weight. Do, how did she lose weight? Yeah, I mean, she used know. to be really big. And I was like, um, she's pretty open about it. You should probably talk to her. her. Yeah. Because obviously it means you don't know her that well or you don't follow her because, you know, she's open about it. But it was just such a weird, she goes, I didn't even recognize her. Oh my gosh, she looks so good. And there's a lot of fear about talking about, which is why I've been open about having the surgery and losing the weight because a lot of women have been told like, you've taken an easy way out, you've done this, oh, or there's God. like shame. Like, so there's like jealousy when you First, lose weight. Talk about the surgery. You've, you've said it, but you haven't said what it so is. So I had gastric bypass, uh, VSG, gastric sleeve? Okay. Yeah, uh, which is, uh, they call it a vertical sleeve. And basically what they do is they go in and they cut out part of your stomach um, and 80%. Yeah, 80%. It's like your stomach is the size of an egg afterwards. And you have to relearn how to eat or else you get sick. Um, and I've had the same one. Yeah. Um, and so just had it about like a year after I had my surgery. And we've both had really great success with it. Mm-hmm. We've had to do a lot of hard work around our eating habits and learning to re-eat and our emotional eating. It's, and our brain, the way yes. we see stuff. Like, seriously, the first time I saw myself on video after I had lost, like, 60 pounds, I was like, who is that bitch at my door? Right? What the fuck is she <laughs> oh, doing? And I was like, oh, fuck, that's me. Right. I had no idea that I was looking at myself on the ring because I hadn't seen myself. And like, living, really seen it. Right. And it's very different to the way people perceive you after you've lost weight when you have lived your life as a plus size person. And I noticed how men and women looked at me much more after I lost weight. And it was very hard. And like people approached me much more. People treated me differently. The way I moved and took up space was different. And the way people feel like they can talk to you about certain things, not knowing that maybe you were plus size before and have a different perspective on life. It's just very fascinating as a therapist yes, to now have been on both sides of the coin, you know, to say, but having lived most of my life as somebody who was obese, 
Well, and it's so funny you say that because I still have a hard time. Randy makes fun of me too, right? Like I'll get in pictures with people and I leave so much space between yeah, them. Or she tries to hide herself and I'm like, you don't need to hide yourself. No, no, no. <laughs> this, is, this is the space thing. Like I yeah. leave so much space because I'm not used to being that close to You think you physically, people. yeah, you physically yes. used to take up that All much that more space. space. Or I notice people are in my face more now because I don't have as much weight around me. And mm-hmm. so people are like right here and I'm like, whoa, I can't. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, you're my, in my bubble. <laughs> and I didn't realize that I had, I was literally taking up that much space. Like I was on an airplane a couple of months ago and I was going down the aisle, go to the bathroom or something, right? On the airplane. Mm-hmm. And these two people who were probably a little thinner than me, about my size, they didn't move for me. And I was like, oh. And I just scooshed right by you need them. A, I need more space to get through. Normally, yeah. <laughs> they would have been like crawling over other people to right. get out of the way. But they, I just scooshed right by them and it was no big deal, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what an interesting concept. I mean, it's such an interesting, screwy thing to, to notice that stuff and not realize it before. Like, I had no idea what I looked like at like 270 pounds. Right. No idea. I mean, I always I loved myself. Like I would wear whatever. I thought I was cute all the time. I thought I, had, I was cute too. Yeah, I had no problem dating. I had no problem being out there. I had friends. It wasn't like I never understood. Like people are like, oh, it's your weight like holding you back. Like I had a great career. I had a great, you know, like yeah. I was like, no, bitch, I love myself. Like, you know, me and, you know, so it's been weird to see the way people perceive you or become jealous of you too when you lose weight, like, because I would never always existing as plus size was never just learned to live that I was plus size and not really like jealous of like my sisters or that were thinner than me or everybody, everybody else in my family was thinner than me. My parents were thinner than me. <laughs> like, so it was like just something I learned how to exist with. And it was like, my sister had made a comment uh, a few months ago, like, well, now I'm going to be the fat one in the pictures. And I was like, how rude. I was like, I'm going to kill you. And I was like, well, <laughs> now you know what it's like, you know, but I was like, I never really like thought that before because I just always was. I was always the, or what's that movie? The Duff, the designated ugly fat friend, you know, I would, that's who I was, you know, but I was like cute and always had a boyfriend and they didn't. So I was like, whatever, you know, but I, it's just interesting. And I think we can really get in our heads about this, no matter if we are, and I've learned now being so, so much thinner that there's also that side where women are ashamed of being thin or they're judged. It's they're so judged weird. for being and like, I, and so since I'm on social media a lot of time, I say, listen, don't think I'm some skinny bitch coming on here telling you I understand what it's like to wear a three X. I understand what it's like to be a size twenty. I understand women's sizing and clothing and how it fits or doesn't fit. Like this isn't coming from a place of like you think like the skinny bitch doesn't know anything. Like that's the thing too. Like I would think that too. Like, oh my God, that girl's so skinny. She doesn't know shit or she's got it all together because she's thin and that's not the case. No, I love that you recently posted a bathing suit that was good on all sizes. Yes. And and you did. You posted different pics- different people in the same suit and I was like, God, that suit does look good right. on everybody. It looked good uh, for every 
body because everybody deserves to feel good in a bathing suit and Mm -hmm. it shouldn't matter. And so I wanted to showcase that because I understand the struggle on both sides. And it's like now too, I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't find anything in a 3X and now I can't find anything in an extra small. I was like, dude, I can't win. And like a lot of other women too have approached me too about like, I've been trying to gain weight. I've been too thin my whole life. Like it's a struggle. Like I'm trying, you know, I can't find stuff like on this. And I'm like, wow, like I would have never had that understood or had that perspective or Or been like, oh my God, how can that even be and be judgmental about it? Which is what's interesting. And like when we go places, I have no problem talking to people of any size, right? right? Like I gravitate towards, you know, whoever feels good. Yeah. So why the fuck are we so judgmental sometimes of ourselves? ourselves? You know, when we would never talk that way to like another person, like Jess and I are always like, oh my God, you look so good, girl. Like, you should like wear this. Like, yeah. And then it's like, oh my God, we're like feeling so fat today to like ourselves. And it's like, what? So that's why you got to check in with yourself. You got to have a talk with yourself. You got to hype yourself up too. Talk to your friends as well. Because again, I walked in and I was like, thinking that she was alone in this. And then she said the same thing. And I was like, ha ha, okay, good. Thank you. And I'm really sorry, friend. (laughs) But no, but it felt good because then we could have this conversation with not only ourselves, but each other and get it out there so that you're not feeling alone when we are kind of dragging and already feeling like down or depressed and struggling with like weather and weight and things like that. Weather and weight. Weather and weight. There you go. Weather and weight. (laughs) WW, right? So again, I'm, I'm, just going to make sure I get out. And I'm more concerned about like the mental health aspect. Yeah. I want to get some exercise and start getting a little vitamin D back in. Mm-hmm. Take right? some vitamin D, get some sunshine. Just, you know, just tell yourself, self, I got to get out. I got to move. Got like, to move my body. I said I was going to eat like more protein, you know, and make sure I was staying on track a little bit, cut out a little bit more sugar, you know, things like that that I can do. Pick so that, one. Yeah. Pick, pick one, one thing. thing to change. Not like all of this because that's now- That's what we do. And that's, that's we, we talked about that in our SMART Goals podcast. Yes. Good job. You know, like I'm just- all, Yay, Randy. You can change and give yourself a, a time frame to do it in mm-hmm. and then move on to the next thing. So you're not being what overwhelmed. Yeah. So I'm going to, mine is going to be, I'm going to move a little bit more mm-hmm. over the next four or five weeks. I'm yeah. just going to add in more steps, more walking. I do not want to count calories. I, I, Throw out the scale. I don't care about that. Yeah. I don't want to look at that. I just want to feel comfortable. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do. Randy, what are you going to do What over the next four to five weeks? So I'm going to make sure I'm getting enough protein in and I'm going to you know, keep track of that. Okay. Yeah. You're doing protein. I'll get more movement. All, All right, right, guys. I want you guys to think about what one thing you're going to change. Just one, not like a big thing. Yeah. One thing. Listen to our SMART goals if you don't know what those are. Yeah, check in with yourself then at the end of that. Feel if you're good, if you need to readjust, and if you're ready to move on for your next goal. And you girls have got this. You're not alone. And hopefully we have some sun soon. Yeah. (laughs) All right, talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening and normalizing mental health with us. Don't forget to check out our free resources and favorites on our website, unapologeticallyrandyandjess.com. Like and share this episode and tune in next week.